the million dollar question how much money can someone save if they go if they go about the process right so if you go about the process right and you get it at the appropriate time and you sit down with a licensed insurance advisor and are willing to be open honest and transparent with them you can see so it's another episode of save money with mike nelson where the goal is to save you as much money as possible i mean at the end of the day who doesn't like saving money right but this episode we have robinson himself appreciate you coming on brother i appreciate you having me thank you very much perfect 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 i know it's early in the morning but we're gonna get our day started right so so um i'm just gonna let you explain or give a brief explanation of uh, who you are so uh, just let me let us know what your profession is, how long you've been in business, and what company. All right. So um, by profession, I am a life and living benefits advisor. Um, that's a long way to say um, insurance and uh, insurance advisor. Um, I've been in the industry uh, for about four years, four years and change um, is how long I've been in the industry. And I've been with my specific employer, um, which is RBC Insurance, um, for about three years. Okay, so for about three years, you've been in the business for about four years with RBC itself for three years, correct? Yes, sir. And you said you're a life benefit advisor, is that correct? Life and living benefits advisor. Life so, and, yep. yes, the life part is the life insurance and the living benefits are the things that are outside of life insurance that are more of an individual benefit while you're still living. Okay, perfect, perfect. So we're going to focus a lot on life insurance, but I would love for you to just quickly like list the other things that would be living benefits that people would could look into while they are still living. Absolutely. So the living benefits that um, we typically cover would be things like disability insurance, which is designed to protect you in the case of you not being able to work um, and still obviously needing income because you're still alive. And then the other would be um, the other primary one would be critical illness. Critical illness is more so um, something that you would receive in the event of being diagnosed with a specific critical illness. Okay. Okay. Perfect. And then let's just touch upon the life insurance now for like, would you be able to give us a brief explanation of what life insurance is? Yeah. So life insurance is essentially a tool that is designed to build wealth, protect your family in the case of loss or death, and uh, essentially make sure that things that you find important are taken care of in your absence. Uh, so the main purpose of life insurance at the end of the day, if we get down to the nitty gritty, is to be able to supplement your income, take care of your family, um, cover your final expenses in the case of you passing away. Um, and everybody is going to pass away um, at some point in time. It's just a matter of when. And life insurance is all about preparing for that time um, so that your family isn't left with an abundance of debt uh, or things that they need to cover for. Okay, perfect, perfect. And and like, I, I would love for you to elaborate on that a little more because I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm 26. I know a lot of people a lot younger than me they're like life insurance i don't know i feel like that's kind of irrelevant like you know so so could you expand on that especially for like the younger age group why it would be important and how it would help them and benefit them absolutely so when we look at life insurance or life in general right things are going to happen to us and um when things are happening to you and things are going on in your life when people think life insurance they think oh well if i don't have a kid i don't need life insurance um mm -hmm. which 
which that is one of the primary reasons to have life insurance, of course, to take care of your children in your absence and make sure that um, they can still live a, a life that they would have been able to live with you living. Now, for the people who, like yourself, are um, not not parents, um, they have a different purpose for life insurance. It's designed to take care of things that otherwise somebody else would have to take care of. So let's say, for example, um, you own a property or you have a significant amount of debt, let's say lines of credits and things of that nature. Um, if you were to pass away, regardless of your age, um, let's say, you know, you got into the property market around, you know, 24, 25, and, you know, you have maybe some significant banking debt. If you were to pass away, your next of kin would have to pay for that. So that would be your parents. It could be your siblings. It could be your children. Um, somebody is going to have to take care of those debts. So that's why life insurance is very important. Um, beyond that, when people pass away, it's an expensive thing. Unfortunately, um, death costs more than living sometimes. Um, <laughs> the, the average funeral cost in Canada is about $15,000. And if you don't have something in place for that, even if you have no dependents, you have nothing, you have no debt, you have no mortgage, any of that, at the very least, somebody is going to have to come up with $15,000 to bury you peacefully. Um, so at the very least, you want to at least have that taken care of yourself so that somebody else, while they're mourning your death already, doesn't have to now go and look for money. Um, my biggest thing is I'm anti-GoFundMe when it comes to people passing away. Um, I mm -hmm. hate seeing it in the community um, because mm -hmm. I think that there are so many tools out there to allow us to take care of these things um, and not use that as an alternative. Okay. Okay. That, and that, and that makes sense. I love the, especially the part of debt because a lot of people in their twenties have like student loan debt and those kind of things. So if I'm yep. understanding you correctly, if you have life insurance, when you mm -hmm. pass away, that student loan debt will now be taken care of by the life insurance rather than being passed to next of kin. Exactly. So life insurance is essentially you design who you want it to go to. Um, most people, if they are still young and single, they'll leave it to a parent that can obviously make those decisions responsibly. Um, mm -hmm. But if it's somebody who has, you know, a spouse, they'll leave it to a spouse. If they have children, they'll leave it to the children. If they are minor children, what they'll typically do is... Um, put it in trust for the child and have somebody overseeing it. So it's really just designed to make sure that when you go, you know, there's, you're not leaving anything behind in terms of things that are going to make other people's life that you're love that are your loved ones more difficult. Okay. That, that makes sense. So, so touching on life insurance, especially for, for like young individuals that they still are so confused or they just have bad beliefs when it comes to it. What are some common misconceptions that are seen when it comes to life insurance? A uh, common misconception is that uh, life insurance is always supposed to be a very high amount. People think that your life insurance is supposed to be, you know, half a million dollars or a million dollars for it to make sense, which absolutely is not the case. Um, people can get life insurance policies simply to cover their final expenses. So if it's somebody who's single, you know, you can get a life insurance policy that's simply, uh, you know, you know $50,000 covers your final expenses, a little bit of debt, and that's all. Um, you don't always have to go for the home run when it comes to life insurance. Um, the other common misconception is that everybody thinks that you're going to have to do a full medical when it comes to life insurance. Um, whereas a lot of life insurance policies, especially with us, um, if it's below a million dollars, you don't have to go through a full medical at all. Um, mm. All you would have to do is do a questionnaire. Now, based on that questionnaire, answering truthfully is the most important thing. Um, you may be asked to do a medical based on the way you've answered the questionnaire. But if you've mm. answered the questionnaire adequately and there are no health concerns, your policy would be approved right away. Um, some people think it's a very long process and it can be, but more often than not, especially when you are younger, that's not the case. 
Okay, so like the so just to re- reiterate, so it'd be a lot of people think they need about five hundred thousand dollars when they um get their life insurance. So how much would you? I don't know if this is a easy question to ask or if it's so variable. But how much for someone in their twenties, someone in their thirties, um, younger age group? How much would they be looking at to get for coverage if they're looking at life insurance? Now, it, every situation is different. So one of the yeah. things that I do is I do the holistic planning around life insurance. I look at the overall picture. What are your finances like? What are your current insurance coverages like? What are your needs? Because though we are focusing on life insurance, for most young people, their need is more centered around disability insurance because that's something that affects them while they live. And mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is until you have children or a mortgage or certain things, not everybody is thinking about the next person. They're thinking about themselves, which is completely normal, especially in mm-hmm. your 20s. We are about ourselves. We're, we're trying to build and grow and all that kind of stuff. Um, so when it comes to uh, the idea of insurance itself, how much you should have can vary. But okay. usually when, you're, when you are in your 20s, if you don't have any of those um, dependents and things of that nature, sometimes getting a, a you know a simple 50 to a hundred thousand dollar policy would suffice and more often than not those will cost you you know less than you know 40 50 bucks a month sometimes depending on which type of insurance you go with it could even cost you less than 20 bucks a month um so it's not expensive um when you're young but as you get older the cost does increase and that's where people usually make a mistake okay and and touching on that you you kind of filled it in perfect what are some common mistakes that people make the common mistake that people make the number one is that um one is that oh i can get it later um unfortunately not later doesn't come for everybody and the fact of the matter is there are some people who do have untimely death there are some people who are unable to get to that stage in life where they're able to fully plan this out because things happen to them so the number one misconception is putting it off in general um, the reason why putting it off is a problem beyond actually passing away is that life insurance gets more expensive every single year you get older, right? Um, so with people, they'll think, okay, well, I'll get it in my 30s. Let's say I give them a quote now at age 25 and it's $25 a month. They think mm-hmm. that, okay, you know, when I'm 30, 35, it'll only be like 30, $35 a month, but then it can grow dramatically. And you're looking at $100 a month in monthly premium, uh, wow. whereas if you had gotten it sooner, you would have been able to lock in a premium. So that's the, the, the other thing. Hi, my name is Michael Nelson. Don't forget, if you have any questions about real estate, you're a first time home buyer, you're looking to invest or looking to sell, feel free to give me a call 647-407-0795 or email me at michaelnelson. 10 at kw.com don't forget to follow the page real estate info ontario where we'll provide you with any basic information that you need to be successful thanks again um the other thing is people think that um well i'm healthy now so i can get it whenever i want um the unfortunate fact of the matter is that people do become unhealthy all the time, whether they're young, they're old. Um, I myself am kind of a living testament of showing an example of how even when being young, sometimes you can be unhealthy to the point where you would be not approved for life insurance. Um, there's, a, there's a term, a saying that we have in the insurance industry, which is um, nobody wants it until they can't have it. Yeah. Um, and when I say they can't have it, I mean, they're not healthy enough to be able to be approved. So I think that's those are the biggest mistakes that people make. Um, beyond that, people think that 
uh, when it comes to life insurance. There's only life insurance that's going to expire and cancel, and I might outlive my policy, which is very true. You very the goal for life insurance is to actually outlive your policy. Yeah, you want to outlive your policy, um, <laughs> but there are also types of insurance policies that you cannot outlive, which more people like the idea of, but there's a greater cost associated with that. Okay. Okay. So I just want to touch upon the, you saying that it just say I get it at 25 for, uh, these are obviously not exact prices, but just say it's 25 for $25. And people think that when they're 35, they can get it for $35. However, that's not the case. Now you're saying oh, if they did get it at 25 or younger, they would still be able to lock in that rate for an older age. Can you like explain a little bit on how that works? Yeah. So the way essentially it works is when we're talking about term life insurance, which is the basics of it, um, term life insurance is life insurance designed to cover you for a duration of time. When you sign up for a term life insurance policy, you're going to get a rate based on the age that you are that day. So let's say you're 25 years old and mm -hmm. you get a 30 year term, for example, that term is going to cover you all the way until you're age 55 now, right? Mm -hmm. That $25 that you're paying a month, you're going to pay every single month until you are 55. Wow. So your rate will not change at all. So that's why it is important to get it when you're younger, lock in a different price. Because let's say, for example, you didn't do that. And now you get it at 35 and you're paying $75 a month from yeah. 35 to 55. That's now, a huge difference. You're now paying in maybe 10 years what you would have paid in 30. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. where um, a lot of the people don't get that. Once you lock a rate in, you lock it in. And the insurance company, once your rate is locked in, cannot change it on you under any circumstances. Wow. Wow. So that, that's actually amazing. That's good knowledge that people need to know. Because like you said, and there's a big difference between spending $25 a month versus $75 to $100 a month. That can like change your financial situation dynamically right so exactly. yeah that's that's a lot of good knowledge i like that i like that okay so you being in the business for a while i can already see that you've learned a lot you have a lot of new knowledge there's probably a lot you learned that you probably had no clue about before even being in the industry mm -hmm. which is like everybody in any industry right uh, mm -hmm. what are some key gem what are some keys or some gems that you've learned from being in the business so one thing that I learned, and, and, and it's great that you mentioned that because I'll be honest, I learned something two days ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Just uh, so it, it, in my business, there's always something to learn because like I said, every single person is so different and unique in terms of what insurance solution they would need. One mm -hmm. thing that I've learned a lot more um, that is a little bit more complex of a solution is how to build wealth for using insurance. Um, yeah term life insurance policy, which is simply just for passing away and paying, you know, taking care of your family, making sure that somebody, a beneficiary is receiving money to take care of the things like final costs, funeral costs, all that kind of stuff. But mm -hmm. then there's the permanent side of life insurance, which has a lot more benefits to it, which include an investment. Now, before I used to think that when I heard about universal life insurance is what it's called that it was a term um with an investment and you kind of had to you could build money but you couldn't really use it whereas i learned that was very wrong um universal life insurance is a great tool to not only protect your family with life insurance but to also build wealth that you can use while you are still alive as well um the biggest factor when it comes to that type of insurance what that i learned was the fact that it's also a tax deferral vehicle which some people 
are looking to make more money, other people are looking to keep the money that they have, if that makes exactly. sense. Yes, yeah, a lot um, of universal life life insurance is a definitely a tool that I've learned has dramatically changed people's financial outlook. Mm, okay. So that that's and I love that. So there's a way that people can build wealth off of obtaining life insurance. Is that what you're telling me? Absolutely. Wow. Wow. That's, that's amazing. And that's honestly something that people wouldn't even think of. They think of it, like you said, it's just something that they'll pay monthly, but if there's a way that you can build wealth and still be protected when you pass away, I don't, I don't know why people would even not want to consider it. Right. Exactly. Like, realistically, realistically. All right. So like at the end of the day, we're on the show, save money with Mike Nelson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, for the million dollar question, we kind of touched upon it already but we might as well just reiterate it one more time for the million dollar question how much money can someone save if they go if they go about the process right so if you go about the process right and you get it at the appropriate time and you sit down with a licensed insurance advisor and are willing to be open honest and transparent with them you can save thousands of dollars through insurance now thousands of dollars and now we're talking thousands of dollars over a period of time if we break mm-hmm. it down to um, a more minute scale, which is more so on a yearly, let's say, you can save hundreds of dollars a year by making the right life insurance decision. The biggest things when it comes to insurance and my approach is, they say the rule of thumb in the insurance industry is you should spend, you should be spending anywhere from two to three percent of your annual income on your insurances. Okay. Now, when we think about that, that's not a lot of money, right? No, not, let's no. say you make you know, $50,000. That's mm-hmm. anywhere from, you know, that's about $1,500 a month, a year, sorry, that you're spending on insurance. I that's think, nothing. exactly. I think that's more than worth it to protect something that is a, a lifelong asset. You know what I mean? So in terms of saving money, how best to save money is to get it when you're younger um, and actually make sure that you're getting a solution that it caters to your life, but has the opportunity to grow as your life grows as well. Okay, uh, perfect, perfect, and, and appreciate that. That's like I said, so much good knowledge in this conversation. That I cannot be upset. All right, so so now, like, just to kind of um, close things up, I'm gonna of course give you the floor. You came out, you gave me some time. I appreciate it for dropping on the knowledge for everyone that's listening. So I want to give you your 45 seconds of fame. You can talk about whatever. Let people know where to find you. Let people know what's going on in your life. Your 45 seconds start now. All right. So once again, I am Robinson Akintade, um, a.k.a. Rob, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Robin Wings. I do, um, aside from um, the insurance industry and financial planning, I do also do a catering business in which I make uh, chicken wings. They are the best chicken wings in the GTA. Uh, so you can reach us. And when I say us, I mean Robin Wings as a company on um, Instagram. Uh, that Instagram page is R-O-B-N Wings. Um, and aside from that, um, one of my biggest passions and my newer passions is um, I have started a nonprofit organization called Memo, in which we build the community. Um, it's about community involvement, mentorship, and uh, building the Black ecosystem of professionals as well. Um, so I would say that's who I am, and that's what I'm about. Perfect, perfect. One of the few that actually hit the 45 seconds. I love it, and <laughs> I love it, I love it. Honestly, Rob. I was looking at, I was looking at the time. Ah, I appreciate you. I thought I'd have to get the bell out. <laughs> uh, yo, honestly, I appreciate you so much for doing this this morning. I appreciate you coming out, taking the time. And listen, the knowledge is so important, especially for young individuals 
the knowledge is out there. We need to bring it together, put it in one place and let people grasp it so they know how to build wealth and build themselves in their future. Absolutely. Perfect, perfect. And one more time, I just want to shout out to Memo. I love what you're doing with that. Keep on pushing through. And I want everybody that's listening to come out, take the time, follow the page and go see what events are coming up next. All right. Absolutely. When it comes to Memo, once again, the Memo, uh, the memo Instagram page where you can reach us is memo.movement um, at Instagram. Um, and my personal page for the purpose of insurance is robinson.llb. LLB does stand for Life and Living Benefits Advisor. Um, so thank you very much for having me, Mike. I appreciate it. You know, you're, you're a good people, your family. Um, and, uh, you know, in any way that I can help spread your message, help spread um, the message that we've been working on collectively, um, I will do everything I can to do that. So thank you very much for your time and, and all your efforts because you work really hard and uh, it doesn't go unnoticed. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Thank you again for your time and take care. All right. Thank you for coming on, Rob. All right. Appreciate you.